how is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Yell in a Cell Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Zachary Weinberger, here with JP Acosta. Before we get started, JP, how's it going? It's going great, man. You know, I see you got the new headset. I actually have some pretty good audio this time, but I'm excited. We got a real busy, really fun week of wrestling. You know, WrestleMania week is always some of the best weeks of the year when it comes to WWE content, indie content. We got AEW still going this week. So it's just going to be a whole bunch of fun all around. Yeah, like you said, WrestleMania week is just absolutely eventful like it always is. Uh, we haven't been doing the week in wrestling a couple of weeks. Uh, again, Passover, especially for my Jewish peeps out there. Same thing goes with school. Finals were getting there. So been a couple of busy weeks, but we had to do some content for WrestleMania week. And like JP said, it is eventful. And what this video is going to focus on, uh, as we're recording this on a Wednesday, today is going to be night one, day one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. We had Raw Monday. We had the Hall of Fame ceremony on Tuesday, which is pretty good. Uh, and now, but it just continues going. Now, one day of rest here. Um, and we're, we're just going to get through it again. It's the first ever two-day event for, for NXT TakeOver. They did with WrestleMania last year. They're doing it again. And then also in the future, we're going to do our WrestleMania predictions. But this video you're watching right now or you're hearing on podcast platforms, definitely support us. Like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube channel. We're going to be going over this NXT TakeOver card. And before we start, JP, I mean, this card, it's pretty damn stacked. Um, Just how how excited are you for for TakeOver this year? I'm so excited, man. This is going to be one of the my favorite shows this year. I can already feel it just from the content that's going to be out. I mean... We're getting like Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. And that might not even be the main event of the night. It's not going to be the main event. And just the top, the top to bottom talent is going to be on the card. It really shows off how much depth the NXT roster has. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like you said, my person, I think we both agree our favorite pay-per-view so far this year was Vengeance Day. Obviously the last takeover and, I mean, and I thought that was a pretty hard pay-per-view to top, and it seems like this one will easily do it. We'll see. Let's get started on day one there. Obviously, we're going to go by by night one and night two. Uh, and also, I'm just going to go by the matches that, you know, that seem like we'll do the championship matches last. We'll go through through the non-title matches, too. Let's go ahead and start off with night one, an interesting match that's been happening here. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Kushida. Um, and what we're going to do is, since we missed a couple weeks, uh, like one or two weeks of week in wrestling. We're going to go over what's been happening with each match on NXT uh, because, and this one's pretty simple. I mean, Pete Dunne's been saying that he's the best technical wrestler in the world. Uh, and obviously Daniel Bryan maybe says otherwise, maybe we'll get to that point a little later. Who knows? Um, but Kushida obviously, you know, took, took some offense to that. They've been fighting. They had a gauntlet eliminator match uh, last week to decide who's going to be in this gauntlet match, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, those two eliminated each other. They had an awesome spot in that match. They eliminated each other. They didn't care. They kept fighting afterwards. So we're getting this match now. Uh, JP, I'll start with you. I mean, who do you think is going to win this match? And who do you want to win this match? Oh, boy. Um, let me start off by saying this is one of my underrated kind of match of the weekend kind of show stealers. Just the thought of getting the who calls himself the best technical wrestler in the world, Pete Dunne, going up against one of the best technical wrestlers in the world in Kushida. The holds, the counters, the submissions are absolutely going to be amazing. I think Pete Dunne is going to win. I feel like he has a whole lot more momentum than Kushida, but I want Kushida to win so bad. I feel like Kushida needs to win more than Pete Dunne because Pete Dunne can easily get back that momentum because he's Pete Dunne. He has the second longest title reign in NXT UK history. He's had matches with Finn Balor. He's had matches with Undisputed Era. He can get back his momentum at any time. Kushida can't do that. If he loses, this would be the, I think this would be like one of the few, like one of the many times he's lost in on like pay-per-view or in the title match because he lost to Gargano at uh, Vengeance Day in my match of the year. Um, when he first got to NXT, he lost to Walter in an NXT UK title match. And he also lost um, – it just, has, it just hasn't been a lot of winning and title winning for Kushida. So I feel like Kushida needs this victory more, but I ultimately think Pete Dunne's going to get the victory. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, pretty much all of that, except for who, who I want to win. 
What I will say though, like you said, I think this has the ability to be, uh, you know, match of the night for day one. I mean, underrated. I like, like you said, I mean, these are two guys and we'll kind of go by our, our top 10 matches of the year or just our fair match of the year. These two men are in my one and two. I have Finn Balor and Pete Dunn number one, Gargano Kushida two. So if you get, I mean, if you give these guys some time, I don't see why they wouldn't put on a, a really banger of a match that really just, you know, we didn't know it was going to be on this to begin with. Um, I do think Pete Dunn's going to win. They've been giving him a little push lately ever since he lost to, to Finn Balor. I honestly think that both of these guys kind of need to win. You know, that that's the kind of weird thing about this match is like, you know, I feel like if any of these guys lose, it might harm them a little bit. But I kind of agree with you when saying that if Kushida loses, it might harm him more because it seems like Pete Dunn is already in lock for an NXT championship reign at some point in his career. Um, with, with Kushida, it's a little interesting. We thought... Um, I, I predicted Gargano to win against Kushida, but I, I honestly was kind of, you know, zigzagging of whether Kushida would win that title, you know, that title match. And maybe he should have, because he just keeps losing assist, you know, but I definitely think Pete Dunn's going to win this one. Again, the momentum's on his side at the moment. Um, and I want Pete Dunn to win because I, I, I don't know what it is. I just, for me personally, um, again, I think that Pete Dunn has a, bright future in NXT. I think we know this already, especially with the performances he's been, he's been doing, whether it be in matches with Kyle O'Reilly, the match he had Avengers Day with Finn Balor. Um, I just see Pete Dunne winning this one, uh, again, not easily, because again, I think these two are going to put on a banger of a match. I'm not sure if anybody will get involved here. I, I, I definitely think we'll see a clean win here, and we'll see if Kushida loses where he goes from here, um, story-wise, because obviously he's not in the North American title picture at all at the moment. He got, he's not in the eliminator match. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But again, it should be, if, if you give him like time, it's going to be, it's going to be a great match. Um, we'll go ahead and go to that gauntlet eliminator match where the six participants are Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and LA Knight. Uh, the winner receives a North American title shot the day after against Johnny Gargano. And I feel like, you know, there's only two people. I was doing process of, of elimination here. I don't see Leon Ruff or Scott doing it. I don't really, either of those guys in a pay-per-view match against Johnny Gargano, I personally just don't see it. Also, they have a feud of their own. It seems like that's going to be t- continuing after tonight. Um, Cameron Grimes, I just don't see Grimes and Gargano in a pay-per-view. Personally, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think they're going to go heel-heel here. I just, I just don't think they're going to do that. Uh, what Even though... Grimes has been hilarious. I just don't think they're going to do it. LA Knight, um, very new, very new. Uh, you know, I don't think they're going to give him a, a North American title shot uh, immediately after he lost to Bronson Reed. He did win that gauntlet eliminator, you know, match on Wednesday, but um, it leaves Bronson Reed and Cameron and, and Dexter Loomis, and I could see both, but to me, my heart says Dexter Loomis. Um, it might be too obvious because, I mean, they're in a storyline together. You know, he's been kind of torturing the way. Um, and with Austin Theory and Andy Hartwell and Gargano and stuff like that. So I think that Dexter Loomis is going to win this match. Cameron Grimes, will, him and, and him will probably be the final two. Cameron Grimes will try to bribe him, but Loomis, I don't think he even knows what money is, Dexter Loomis. So he'll just, he won't care and just eliminate him. Um, so I think Dexter Loomis is going to win. And who do I want to win? Maybe Bronson Reed. I, you know, I they, they've been kind of pushing Bronson Reed every single chance they get. He had that big win against LA Knight recently. I like to see him get a shot there, but I think Dexter Loomis wins this one. What do you think, JP? Oh, man, this is one where I genuinely am not very sure because I think Isaiah Swerve Scott has already had a title match with Gargano and lost. Um, Bronson Reed has had matches with Gargano and lost. Cameron Grimes, I don't think he's interacted with uh, Gargano. Leon Ruff had title matches with Gargano and lost. It's just difficult. I think Dexter Loomis is going to win because, like you said, he's still in a storyline with Johnny Gargano with the way, and this would just make the storyline even hotter. I kind of want Bronson Reed to be the winner, though. I think he'd be a better champion or a title holder than Dexter Loomis because he actually, like, talks. And not to say, like, you need to talk to be a champion, but it gives a lot more areas of creativity instead of just having Dexter Loomis just show up from under the ring with the title at random times, although that'd be funny. It's just a lot more that you can do with Bronson Reed and Dexter Loomis. But I do think that Dexter Loomis is going to win. I won't be mad at it, though. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be mad either. And I, I think either way between those two guys for me, whether it be Dexter or Mr. Bronson Reed, they could put on a pretty good match, I think, against Gargano. I mean, I, I, anybody you put with Gargano, you're probably getting a good match anyways. But, you know, I, I think it'll be good either way. So, yeah, we, like you heard it here, uh, we both think Dexter Lumis will probably win this. But we both want Bronson Reed to win. So let's go over to our one of first of our three title matches for tonight. Uh, for the UK Championship, the NXT UK Championship, Walter, Walter, Ring General versus Tommaso Ciampa. Um, and JP, I'll, I'll start you here with this one. I know, you, I know you're excited for this one. I know you were excited when Walter came in to NXT. I mean, who isn't? It's Walter, the guy that is a badass. Who do you think is going to win this? Who do you want to win this? How is it going to go down? Oh, my goodness. I am so excited for this match because Walter will be on NXT pay-per-view again. Walter is one of the most dominant forces in the WWE right now. He's held the NXT UK title for over 500 days, I believe. Or, and no, it's been, over, it's been over two years, so it is probably over 500. I think he broke Pete Dunne's record uh, a few weeks back. But this is going to be a hard-hitting, going to be a physical match. I both think and want Walter to win. And the reason why is because I think Walter will be a better champion the NXT UK champion than Tommaso Ciampa. And I think you also can get, um, oh, shoot. How did I forget his name? It was right in my head. Tim Thatcher. I think Tim Thatcher switches sides tonight. I think he goes to Imperium. I think it could be a little, uh, a dirty finish with Tim Thatcher hitting Tommaso Ciampa over the head with a chair when the ref isn't seeing it. And then Walter wins. It could be something like that. But I think, and want Walter to win, and I think Tommaso Ciampa is a part of Imperium by the end of the night. Echo all the thoughts. I think Walter is going to win. I want him to win, and I think Tim Thatcher turns. Um, that's that's pretty much it. No, but seriously, I, I think it's going to be a, a good match between the two. I mean, we we know what these two can do in the ring. We know what Walter can do, but I think just logistically, I don't see a way for Ciampa to be the UK champion because I think literally the day after Walter is going to defend it. I forgot again too on. on but I, I feel like it's going to happen again, like on the next NXT UK, whenever that is. Um, I just don't see Champa, you know, traveling that much as well. So I, logistically, I just don't think it fits for me. I also but. think Tommaso Champa's time at NXT might be coming to an end. He's already been an NXT champion. He's been a tag team champion. He's had the five-star matches there. He's fought pretty much everybody. He's been in multiple tag teams. I think if there's anybody that they're going to send up to the NXT to the main roster, I think it's Tommaso Ciampa. I'm I'm good with it. I just hope it's not going to be what happened to him last time he was on the main roster, which was um weird. It was weird, weird to say the was, least. It was like weird because it was like for two days. Yeah, and then he got injured. It was weird. Yeah, it was, um, it, it was weird. But again, like we like we like we just said. Uh, we expect Walter to win. We want him to win. We expect Tim Thatcher to make a little bit of a change here. Uh, he hasn't been on NXT television. I think they, they had that little mini outbreak within NXT, and he wasn't on television. They're supposed to have a tag team match with two members of Imperium, and that didn't happen. So if he's not there tonight, maybe that's another inclination that maybe he's still quarantining or he has COVID. Who knows? We're not going to speculate that. Um, but we move over to our next championship match of the night for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. A triple threat tag team match. MSK versus Grizzly Young Veterans versus Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, I, I just, so I'll start here and I'll just say I don't think Legato wins this. I'd be very surprised if they do. MSK, so much momentum behind their back. We both pr- predicted for them to win the Dusty Cup. So much momentum. They're the most exciting tag team in NXT at the moment, in my opinion. Maybe in just the Derby as a whole. Um, we, to me, you can make that argument. Uh, they should win this. However, I'm picking Grizzly Young Veterans to win this one. Wow. Um, and I can see that's the thing. Listen, obviously, they've been having a little bit of a beef on their own, those two teams. Uh, it just makes more sense for the for the faces to, to kind of go for the titles once the heel have them, which is me which is means to me, I think that Grizzly Young Veterans win this one in a really good match. Don't think it'll be a clean finish because, uh, again, I, I think it'll be something screwy here, whether it involves like an astronaut helmet to the hands or he'll, you know, attack the hands, who knows. Um, but, again, I, I think that Grizzly Young Veterans, they, they did suffer that loss in the Dusty Cup, again, in a great match against MSK at Vengeance Day. 
Uh, I think they're due here for a win, a big win. And, I, you know, it seemed like this is going to be the plan all along for MSK to kind of take titles off of the, of the heels. It was going to be only Lorcan and Danny Birch. Didn't happen because of an injury for to, I said Danny Birch. So, might as well happen to, to Grizzled Young Veterans. Um, soon to be NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, who do I want to win? I guess I, I kind of want Grizzled Young Veterans to win. Again, I think it'll be a much better payoff for MSK to take the titles off of them than to kind of get it vacantly. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the upset. Maybe that's that's the upset pick there. So I'm going to say Grizzly Young Veterans are the new NXT Tag Team Champions by the end of the night. JP, what do you think? So I think there's a near 0% chance of Grizzly Young Veterans winning this title. Um, I honestly think it'd be kind of WWE-ish, main roster-ish, to have the, the MSK win the Dusty Cup then lose the title match. <laughs> like, it'd be so weird. To be fair, they were supposed to have it against Lorcan and Birch, but then they end up facing off in a triple threat. I think that MSK is going to win this match. I think they should be the overwhelming favorite. Um, the match itself is going to be fantastic, but MSK has so much momentum. I think the match is going to be fantastic. But... I will say, if there was anybody outside of MSK that would want to win this match, I think it's Legado de Fantasma. And the reason why is because you can create a faction where everybody on the team is wearing gold. You got the NXT Cruiserweight Champion in Santos Escobar. You got the NXT Tag Champions in Legado de Fantasma. I just think it'd be pretty cool. I think they're a pretty underrated faction on NXT. But ultimately, I think MSK should be the overwhelming favorite to win this. Yeah, and, and I think for me, so let me ask you a question. So this is not a, uh, from what I've read, this is not a triple threat eliminator tag team match. It's mean, I guess it means like, you know, you pin one team, you'll win. Maybe there's a reason why Legato's in there. You know, MSK doesn't get pinned because the you know, veterans picks them. It, the thing with me is, again, like you said, uh, because obviously MSK were to me were the clear winners to, from the beginning to win to win the Dusty Cup. Again, taking the titles off the heels. I think that that should be still in play. Because uh, I feel like if they're, if they're tag team champions, um, there's still going to be a, a few Grizzly Young veterans that I don't see Grizzly Young veterans taking it off of them and just kind of going back and forth. That's kind of my thinking with it. Um, so I, I think Grizzly Young veterans get the win there and then eventually we get that. So Difference. I think that was, might be the first time we're getting a difference of opinion here. Um, I think Rizzo veterans are going to win, um, and I kind of want them to win. And then JP uh, thinks that M- MSK is going to win. And did you say you wanted Legato to win, or do you still want MSK to win? I kind of want Legato to win. Okay, okay. Is this cool? on, a, on a side note, MSK shirts are pretty awesome. They look like Mountain Dew commercials. <laughs> They're, they're, they're great. Listen, MSK, I mean, they deserve the whole world, if you ask me. Um, so here we are, main event time for night one. We do have a pre-show match. I guess we could just briefly mention that. It's Zoe Stark. It's Tony Storm in the pre-show. JP, if you want to start there, do you – I mean, just uh, predictions there? Kind of thrown together on a whim. Not really sure story-wise where it goes. But I both think and want – um, Zoe Stark to win. I think having Tony Storm in there with her would be a great addition, but Zoe Stark needs the win win more because she has been that kind of, uh, I think I remember on one of our shows, you said it's been Jay Uso kind of booked where like <laughs> they look great, but they're yeah. losing. Yeah. Zoe Stark is Jay Uso right now. Looks great, but she's been losing. So I think she needs to pick up a win. And I think Tony Storm doesn't necessarily need a win. So it's the perfect, the perfect storm. I, I, I was, I was thinking, is he going to say it? And you actually <laughs> did say it. So that's, 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 I'll give you kudos to that one. Uh, I, I pretty much agree. And again, like you said, it seems like every brand in WWE has that one person that just looks so good in matches. They lose for raw. It was, it was Sheamus uh, for a long time. It seems like, you know, maybe, you know, what he, well, he did win a match recently. Uh, but before that, he just kept losing. Um, obviously, Jay was on SmackDown, and Zoe Stark is kind of like that for NXT. Um, so, I, yeah, I think she wins this one. If she loses, it's going to be, you know, because of a screwy finish from Tony Storm. But uh, I, 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 why not? Why not have her win? I, I think it just proves more beneficiary to her. Okay, 
actual main event time. Women's Championship, NXT Women's Championship, this is going to be the main event of the night for sure. They, they said it. Uh, Io Shirai defends her title against Raquel Gonzalez. I'll start here real quick. I'll just say, listen, I've been saying this forever on the show when we talk about NXT, and JP always agrees with me. I, I, I think you do. I, for me, I, I think 2021 in NXT is the year of Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, she's been doing it in the tag team division with Dakota Kai. Uh, they obviously won the Dusty Cup. They 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 had the women's champion tag team championships for uh, an hour and a half, maybe until they lost it to Ember Moon and and Shotzi Blackheart, um, which we'll talk about in, in night two when they defend their titles. Um, and obviously after that, as they were trying to go for a rematch, Yoshirai challenged her, and, and I pretty much knew at that point, okay, we're seeing a new champion. Yoshirai has been great. Don't get me wrong; she's been a great NXT champion. Uh, pretty much every match she's had that defended the title was pretty damn good. I would say maybe the worst one she had was maybe the one, the match she wanted in against Flair and Ripley. And, and that was a good match. So it's been good. And I think this one will be no, will be just maybe the best out of the rest. Who knows? And I think that Raquel Gonzalez is going to win this match. We're going to have a new NXT women's champion. Who do I want to win? Raquel Gonzalez. She is a star in the making. She already pretty much is in NXT. Um, this is going to be a fight. <laughs> and, and if NXT last week proved anything, which we'll just briefly talk about that, um, Raquel Gonzalez kept beating up Yoshirai, but Yoshirai kept coming back. It came to a moment where Raquel Gonzalez put Yoshirai through a wall, but she still came back, Yoshirai. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to defeat Yoshirai here. I don't know what Raquel Gonzalez has to do. Put, put her through the stage like she did to Rhea Ripley in that last woman standing match. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. But I think it's Raquel Gonzalez's time to shine here. We'll have a new NXT Women's Champion by the end of the night. Um, again, it's the year of it's the year for her. It's going to be continuing on, and pretty much the apex is going to happen tonight. JP, what do you think? So this is a match I'm pretty sure that everyone, including us here, y'all and y'all, have been looking forward to since the beginning of the year. Ever since that last Women's Standing match, we're like, okay, yeah, Raquel's going to win that win that title off of Io Shirai. She'll be the one to beat her. I think that Raquel Gonzalez is going to win. Now, somewhere in my WWE corrupted mind, <laughs> I have speculated that Dakota Kai is going to screw Raquel Gonzalez out of the win. And Io Shirai will win, but it'll set off Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez on a longer feud. Then Raquel comes back around Io Shirai. I don't know if I like that because of how much momentum Raquel Gonzalez has. So I'm going to agree with you and say I think Raquel Gonzalez wins. And I also want Raquel Gonzalez to win because if not now, win. I don't think there's any better time to put the title on her than now because she has so much momentum. Like she literally cannot be beaten. But I can definitely see a future where Dakota Kai screws Raquel Gonzalez out of the title which makes sense but at the same time i don't know if i like it <laughs> i don't know well to, to me i think it's inevitable that dakota kai is gonna uh just kind of turn on her i don't know when i don't think it's gonna be in the match and, and that's the thing if dakota if raquel gonzalez just loses this match it's not gonna be because it's clean i mean it's gonna be because dakota kai is gonna get involved there uh, and obviously we again they planted the seeds. We've seen like you know Dakota Kai kind of be in front of Raquel Gonzalez, but Yoshua just pushes her away, obviously not focusing on her. We've seen the seeds be planted. Um, but I, I think that's an aftermath of when she wins it, and then we'll see Dakota Kai kind of turn on her. And I'm 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 cool with that. I think they could put on a really good match. I think the matches, the dream matches kind of afterwards when Raquel Gonzalez has the title is gonna be great. Obviously, in a rematch against Yoshirai, it should be great. You're gonna have Dakota Kai. Taya Valkyrie is coming next week. You know, she's going to be in the, probably be in the picture. I don't know if right away she might have a little bit of a few, you know, first off, but I think she'll be in the picture. Zoe Stark, it's a lot of people to mention. And also, I was just thinking about this. If Io Shirai does lose the title, is this the end of Io Shirai at NXT? I think we could see it because the Raw roster doesn't exactly have that much uh, talent on there, but you're also putting her in the same division as Rhea Ripley, who she just had a bunch of matches with. So I do think if Raquel Gonzalez wins, I also think this might be the last time we see Io Shirai in NXT, unless she gets like a rematch in like a couple of weeks. But I think she's definitely main roster bound because 
there's really nobody else left for her to fight. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny you say that because I'm kind of picturing in my mind now that maybe next maybe next Wednesday we'll see kind of a rematch between the two. We'll put on a, another good match. And then there might be afterwards we'll see Dakota Kai kind of turn on Raquel Gonzalez and then we'll start off that feud and then Io Shirai will maybe go on to, to the main roster. I could see it happening. You know, Io Shirai, again, she's been doing great at NXT. I think she can definitely bolster that Raw uh, women's you know locker room and that, that, that roster. Io uh, Shirai personally, Io Shirai versus Asuka would that was literally the first matchup that came in my mind. I think they would tear the roof down. So I, I think it's great all around. You know, so I, like you like we heard, we both think that, and we both think, and you want Raquel Gonzalez to win too. Yeah, it's the year of Raquel Gonzalez. She's great. We move on to night two now, which night two again, pretty stacked on its own. We'll start off with the NXT North American Title uh, match as Johnny Gargano. Uh, which you heard it here from us both. We think that um, Loomis will win here. So let's predict it as such. If it's Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis, who wins? JP, I'll start with you. Uh, do, do we see a title change here or do we not? I think we see a title change. I think Dexter Loomis will win the title off of Johnny Gargano if Dexter Loomis is the one to, w- to win the gauntlet match. I think the main reason is who else is there for Johnny Gargano to face as champion? I mean, he's pretty much done it all. He's pretty much fought everybody in that uh, gauntlet eliminator except for L.A. Knight. So I think Dexter Loomis is going to win the title. I kind of want Dexter Loomis to win the title because I don't necessarily think Johnny Gargano needs the title, especially as a part of the way. He can just, like, go right straight to the top of NXT and go straight for the NXT title. You don't necessarily need Johnny Gargano in the North American title scene. You could also have him as a tag team with Austin Theory. So there's a lot of stuff that you can do with him as a member of the way that doesn't involve the NXT North American title. So I both think and want Dexter Loomis to win this title if it does come down to Dexter Loomis winning. Now, if Dexter Loomis doesn't win the Eliminator match, I think there's a higher chance that Johnny Gargano wins. Uh, I agree with that last part you just said. If it's anybody else, I don't see them winning, beating Jordy Gargano. If it's Dexter Loomis, you know, I again, this to me, I would say that of all night two and even of night one, this is probably for me the the hardest to pick personally for me, um, because again, when when Johnny Gargano's had the North American title in in the past. It's never been really a long run. I feel like it's it's maybe been its, its longest run at the moment. The reason why I am picking, I, I, I don't know. I'll tell you who I want to win. I think I want Gargano to win, to be honest with you. I just want to see mm. the way with some sort of gold there. Um, that's who I want to win. Who do I think is going to win? Johnny Gargano or Dexter Loomis? I'll pick Johnny Gargano. It worked out for me last time where everybody thought Kushida was going to win. <laughs> and then I picked Johnny Gargano. Um, I, I think if Gargano wins, you know, I, I, I don't think it's going to be clean. I don't even think this will be the end of a Gargano and Loomis sort of thing. From what I know so far, this is just a standard singles match, which for me, I feel like if they're going to have some of a payoff, a North American title match, it will be another stipulation. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say Gargano. I'm not really sold on that pick but I'll go ahead with him. And I will say that I, Dexter Loomis to me is a, is, a, is, a, is a performer that doesn't really need a title to be very effective, yeah. you know, for me personally as well. So that, that, that's maybe why I made that decision. Uh, Gargano, I mean, keep the title on him as well. And I'll tell you why I'm also picking Gargano is because we're going to deal with another way, the way match in a little bit, literally the next one we'll talk about. Um, so and I'm it picking, looks like, or keep going. No, I was going to say that, that I think that's part of my thinking is that I don't think the, the way will lose twice tonight. That's what I was going to pretty much what was. What were you going to say? So it looks like Johnny Gargano has had the, uh, I believe, fifth longest title reign, fifth or sixth longest t- NXT North American title reign at 119 days. Before him is Roderick Strong with 126, Keith Lee at 175. Ricochet had it for 161 days. Adam Cole for, had it for 133 days. And the longest NXT North American title reign was Velveteen Dream with 231 days. So there you go. I don't think he's going to beat, you know, the groomers reign, you know, record, but I, I, I think um, 
I, I think they'll have him for a little longer. But then, like, you, you asked a really good question. Like, who, who is going to beat him for it then? And I, the answer is I have no clue. Um, maybe Bronson Reed. Maybe we'll get to that at some point. Uh, that could be a likely one if uh, – I mean, I don't think Pete Dunn's going to turn face, but, I mean, maybe he'll – I don't know. Um, but Put the title I, on Malcolm Bivens. I mean, I'm – that gets a, <laughs> that gets a thumbs up for me. NXT, if you're listening, put the title on Malcolm Bivens. He's already, like, seven feet tall, okay? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so, JP said that Dexter Loomis will win, and you want him to win, too. I want him to win. I want and think that Johnny Gargano is going to win. Johnny Takeover is going to prove great once again. We'll see. We'll move on to another The Way match as The Way. Candice LeRae and Indy Hardwell take on the NXT Women Tag Team Champion, Shotzi Flycard and Ember Moon. Um, JP, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and start again with this one. Who do you think is going to win this? Who do you want to win this? Uh, what do you think? So this is another 50-50 kind of thing for me where I can see Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon winning. I can also see The Way winning. But I think Shotzi and Ember are going to retain solely because you can't keep ping-ponging these titles. Like the Twitter reaction it would get if The Way beat Shotzi Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon after like, what was it, like literally like less than a month? Yeah. It would set Twitter on fire. And I don't think that's a way you should handle titles with only having them hold it for like 30 days 25 days so i think and want shotzi blackheart and ember moon to retain it just makes the most sense in terms of logistics and of course uh candace ray and indy hartwell can just pop back up whenever they need to and say hey we want a title tag title match it's not like they'll lose anything significant from this I, I agree. And it's pretty much the same reason why I think they're gonna, they're going to retain is because again, the first time the champions lost it was it was not even two hours, and then obviously I don't think you're going to change it again. Um, I think it'll be a good match. To, and, I, and I, but I'll tell you what, I want the way to win this. It, just because I feel like for me, I really would think that they would have the you know be really good with the titles. Plus, I feel like having the way with kind of a good amount of the titles would be good to see. Uh, and I think they'll do some great stuff with it. Candice Lorraine and Indy Hardwell. Also, I just this will be the third time Candice Lorraine and Indy Hardwell lose to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. They lost in the Dusty Cup. They had a rematch uh, a week after the Dusty Cup. They lost then, and then they're going to lose three times in a row. It's just kind of like, Ugh. which makes me think like I really, but I really hope they don't change the titles because again, it's like you want to make these titles sort of prestigious and not think that okay, we can just change it whenever we want. You know, sometimes I don't mind you having those kind of surprise title, you know, defeats when they lose it, like, in, in an hour or whatever, except for when Rey Mysterio lost it that one time, and then John Cena beat him, like, you know, he had the title for, like, 30 oh. minutes or whatever. Um, that wasn't good. But, like, just for this one, I, I don't mind – I didn't mind Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez losing because I knew that maybe, okay, maybe we'll see Raquel Gonzalez in the main title picture or whatever. Um, this time around, though, I think the faces do retain here. But, man, I do want the way to win because, again, I feel like that giving them another loss would just be kind of weird. And maybe it'll be a screwy finish. Who knows? So I'm going to say that the faces. Yeah, it feels like they've booked themselves into a corner kind of with this whole feud because if you have the way lose, this would be the fourth time they lose to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. You have the way win, then Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon only had the titles for like 25 days. So unless you're going to give the way a really long title run, I don't see any world where this makes sense. I agree. Which makes me believe again, like, which is why I think that Gargano will win is because I just don't see the way to losing two matches in, you know, um, in the same night. Personally for me, I also, don't, I also don't see them winning two matches. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they will. I feel like it's more likely that they win than they lose two matches. Because again, with a faction, you don't want to be like retribution and lose all your matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to do that. We, when you have a faction, you want to make them win a lot of matches. They did that with the herd business until they broke them up, which I mean, we didn't talk about that on our. Uh, we'll talk about that on our WrestleMania predictions. It's bullshit. That's all I'm going to say about that because we're on NXT. But it's just, you know, I, I just don't see it. So, but again, you heard it here first. We both think the faces will retain. 
JP wants wants Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart to, to retain. I kind of want the way to win. Uh, you know, I like to see the way as much gold as possible. Uh, just thinking about it, it's never going to happen. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But seeing Gargano with the NXT title, seeing Austin Fear with the North American title, Ember Moon, he's not Ember Moon, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hart with the tag team titles. Ooh, that would be great. Or they, both have the, or they both have the tag team titles, like you said. If Gargano in theory, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Who knows? That's the wrong way. I don't want. I don't want to go that. I don't <laughs> want to go the wrong way. I don't want to go that way. No. I want to go that way. <laughs> I want it that way. There you go. So, moving on. I'll let you start here again because I know that we, you've talked about this match in, in in full when we talked about this. This is for the NXT Cruiserweight Champion to find out who the the real one is. Santos Escobar. I, I was gonna say defends his title. Eh, defends his title. I think. I don't know. It's going to be Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar in a ladder match uh, after Shawn Michaels threw a ladder in the ring and pretty much gave him the inclination that it's going to be that. Obviously, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon, they had an amazing ladder match, WrestleMania 10. Uh, so he gave him the idea it's going to happen and actually take over JP. I know you, you've always said who, who you think is going to win and who you want to win. I'll let you say, I'll let you say your praise again of why you think. Uh, actually, I'll just let you say it. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? This is going to be a fantastic match. I personally think both these wrestlers are so amazing at what they do. Um, the addition of the ladder by Shawn Michaels was one of the most, one of the perfect touches on this with just Shawn Michaels, just pushing the ladder in and then going like that to them where it's like, yeah, y'all know what to do. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, this is going to be a ladder match. I think it suits them both perfectly. I think it is a little tougher doing a one-on-one ladder match because you got to fill some space. It's not going to be a multi-man. But it allows for more creativity. That being said, I both think and want Santos Escobar to win this title. One, because I think he'll keep it on NXT television. He's, a, he's the leader of a faction in Legado del Fantasma, who's, like I said, an underrated faction on NXT. They deserve some more love. Second, I just think Santos Escobar is a better wrestler. He's a better heel than Jordan Devlin. I think he's more convincing. He prevents... He preve- yeah, he presents himself as more of a champion than Jordan Devlin. So I think it's going to be a great match. Another show stealer potentially, but Legato needs to leave uh, stand and deliver with at least somebody winning. And if it's not going to be Legato, Delta Fantasma in the tag title match, it's going to be Santos Escobar. Yep. Uh, completely agree. Same reasoning for me with the way one person's going to win one of these matches. I think it'll be Escobar. And I pretty much am going to echo a lot of, I'm going to piggyback off a lot of things you said, just because, again, I, I agree. I think Escobar is the much more charismatic wrestler between the two. Um, I think that the sky's the limit for Escobar. I think he'd be a main event star in NXT or even in when he, if he gets to the main roster, you know? So, uh, which is why I've seen some people say that he might lose that so that he can get to that title picture, but I just don't see Jordan Devlin winning it. And it's pretty much like you said, um, because it should stay in NXT television. It shouldn't go back to NXT UK. Um, I just think it should stay kind of in America. Uh, so where they, they get defended there. What Escobar has been doing that with the title has been pretty good so far. Um, my question is, though, because, I mean, who's he going to defend it against next? Obviously, you have a lot of people in the rankings in NXT, but, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of anything, and I'm just like, so, ooh. You know, I got some pretty good ideas. Okay. It is the Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah. So he could defend it on 205 Live. Right. That's another reason why I think he should be champion because 205 Live is still in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more options. Yeah. But Buddy Murphy's not doing anything right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They just broke up the Hurt Business. Cedric Alexander might not be a part of the Hurt Business. We don't know what Mustafa Ali is doing. If he loses... We don't know what Mustafa Ali is doing. He lost the title match at uh, Fastlane. He lost Retribution. We don't know what he's doing right now. Those are three main roster guys where you can bring them to NXT for like one night and say, hey, uh, I mean, Cedric was a former Cruiserweight champion. Buddy Murphy, former Cruiserweight champion. Mustafa Ali was never a Cruiserweight champion, but he had amazing fights with those two guys. You can have them challenge santos escobar and it would be a pretty freaking awesome match but again if more realistically you got everybody on 205 live 
And you also have Kalisto, Grand Metal League, Lince Dorado, a bunch of guys who really aren't doing much. They can still challenge them for the to challenge Escobar for the title because they're not doing anything really in the tag division. Yeah. Makes sense there. I, again, um, we, we brought up logistics. I brought up logistics with Champa. Well, I, I don't think it's really realistic for him to win the NXT UK title. I think it's the same thing with Jordan Devlin and the Cruiserweight title. So I think Escobar is going to win it. It'll be a great match, though. I really, I mean, maybe I'm just blanking. Uh, it, but in NXT, really in WWE, I don't remember the last time there was a one on one ladder match. Unless I'm, Let's see. I mean, Let's I guess, I mean, I guess TLC technically, but I'm, but I'm talking more so just, a, it's just a ladder match. Um, because the last ladder match I remember seeing was the triple threat ladder match at Ch- Clash of Champions or Night of Champions, whatever they call it, with Sami Zayn, Styles, and Hardy. Great match, by the way. Um, so I'm excited for that. I, I, I'm excited to see that one on one ladder match. Uh, we saw an AEW with the Face of Revolution ladder match, but I don't remember what WWE. Okay. So the last ladder match that was held in WWE or NXT was actually on NXT in a one-on-one ladder match. Pete Dunne defeated Kyle O'Reilly for Team Advantage oh, in NXT right. TakeOver War Games. Right. But then before that, the one-on-one, I think it is Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio in a one-on-one ladder match for the United States Championship on January 20th, 2020. Wow. Wow, it's a well. It's been a long, time. a long time, man. Been a long time. So I mean, obviously, you don't want like a ladder match every week, right? But like, you know, it, it's still that you know, it, it's good to see that the stipulation is still going strong. Just a standard ladder match, and it could be effective. I mean, just watch Michaels and Razor Ramon; it holds up, okay, to this day. So you heard it here first. We both think and want Santos Escobar to win this. Uh, we move on to the two main events. They really didn't say which one will main event with the other. They, they they call it co-main events, right? But it's not really co-main events. The, it, you know, if it's on last, it's a main event. So I'm honestly the one the main event that I want is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. What first of all, which one do you want to be the main event for night two? I always prefer when the big titles in the main event. It makes it look better. So Cross versus Balor should be the main event. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just think. Whenever you have a main title, if your top title is not main eventing, it doesn't make that title look good. Like, for example, all of Roman Reigns' universal title matches, they've pretty much almost all been in the main event, except mm-hmm. for the Elimination Chamber. That makes the title look like a big deal. Um, but I, I feel believe- like this rivalry, right, between because again you don't really come across a rivalry like this i think i'm again i'm i think i'm wrong on this i feel like i'm right though champa and gargano they're unsanctioned match i think that main evented there was that was main event but what was even the title match that time was that andrade and black maybe that was new orleans i think it might have been okay uh but what i will say is it technically could be the main event so unsanctioned matches like, like I says, aren't sanctioned. So right. it technically won't be the main event because it's well, not a sanctioned match. Right. So it could be where, like, this match is the main event, then show goes off. Well, not show goes off, but yeah. show goes off. And then, boom, you're there. Uh, O'Reilly versus Cole. Yeah. I, I, I think that's how it's going to be. Um, so which match to talk about first? Let's let's talk about the title match first. Let's talk about Finn Balor defending his title against Karrion Cross. Now, I'll go ahead and start, and this is what I'll say to this. I've heard a lot of interesting things about why where this match can go. Um, however, listen, Finn Balor with this in his second reign as NXT champion has been nothing short of spectacular. Every match he's had that defended against that defended this title or when he won it has been amazing when he first won it against Cole with for the vacant title which carrying cross was you know he had to relinquish it it was good really good the two matches against Kyle O'Reilly that were great the first one was fantastic it was my main it was my match of the year last year he had it against Pete Dunne my match of the year this year he had it against Cole again out of the two title matches he had against Cole this last one was better it was great now we get to carrying cross 
I think Karen Cross is the new NXT champion by the end of the night. Uh, he is going to take back the title that he never lost when he when he beat uh, Keith Lee. Was it TakeOver 30? I think it was. So I think he's the winner here. Who do I want to win? I mean, Finn Balor is my favorite wrestler, so I guess I want Finn Balor to win. But I will ask you this, JP, once you make your predictions here. I've seen people say that Karrion Cross is going to squash Finn Balor. So, and I'm thinking about it, and as much as I, again, I love Finn Balor, he's my favorite wrestler, that would be very effective <laughs> if they showed that happening. Do you think, and now make your predictions, who do you think is going to win? Who do you want to win? If Do you think it'll be a squash match if you have Karrion Cross winning the title? So, whenever they book for someone is trying to get the title that they never lost back. Now, don't quote me on this. I don't have the stats. 100% of the time, they get that title back. Which means he's predicting Edge to win at the main event. Well, now we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to those predictions later. Okay. Okay. I think Karrion Cross wins because, again, it's a title he never lost. It's, I don't necessarily think Finn Balor loses anything from losing the title. Also, um, who else is he going to face if he wins? You don't really have that many original matches. And I know all the matches have been great, but you don't really have that much originality. So I go carry and cross. I think he's going to win. I want him to win. Now squashing, I don't know about all that. Um, I don't think they're going to squash. I don't think they're going to have him squash Finn Balor. And I think the reason is because he already did with Keith Lee. He squashed Keith Lee. Did he really squash him? He squashed Keith Lee. No, man. What do you mean he squashed? I don't remember being that horrendous of a... I hold Let's on. see. Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. How long did that match last? I thought that was a good like match. It wasn't long, that's for sure. But let's see. Let's look up how long the let's see how long the match was. But I don't think they're going to have them squash Finn Balor. I I, th- I, I, I think so too. I, All I, right. So <laughs> wow, that actually went longer than I thought it was. How, how long was it? It was 21 minutes. Okay. I mean, so it wasn't a squash. Right. I don't think you can squash Finn Balor. That'd be disrespectful. Especially huh? NXT Finn Balor. I don't think you yeah. can do that. Yeah. I think Finn Balor has had, honestly, one of the best NXT title runs that I've seen. Um, it just doesn't make sense to squash him. I, I'm just like, Please, I'm saying this, but I'm like, I'll say, please don't squash it in Valor because now yeah. you put it in my head and I'm like, oh no. I mean, I, I can see it. Though I will say again, but kind of talking about what's been happening these past couple weeks on NXT, uh, Finn Balor has been saying that that Karrion Cross is very emotional, which is his weakness because of Scarlet and stuff like that, which is why I don't think it would be a squash match. I feel like maybe Finn Balor would try to maybe play some mind games during that match. Um, I really hope it isn't a squash match because I think that these two could put on a really good match and I really hope they don't kind of waste that opportunity. Uh, and plus, like you said, I mean, this sort of Finn Balor that's been having these amazing matches, you know, since he's been NXT champion, even before when he came back to NXT, you know, last, you know, last year or two years ago, whenever that was, it, it was, he's been great. I mean, again, the whole change of attitude, what he's been doing in NXT has been great. Um, so I, I don't see it being a squash match here. I've seen a lot of people say that, which is why I want to bring it up. What I will say to this to you, if is, is Finn Balor done in NXT? Do you see a, a kind of a coming back to the main roster after this? Or do you think he stays in NXT? Uh, what do you think? I think he stays in NXT. I don't think I don't think they move him back to the main roster, mainly because he's already faced everybody. No. <laughs> like okay. think about it. What would be some new matchups that Finn Balor would have on Raw or SmackDown? Edge. That's it. He's already yeah. faced everybody else. Okay, but come, but, but, but JP. Okay, here's the thing, right? Finn Balor 
here and this is the thing that it just boggled my mind, right? For me personally. And obviously the injury played into that when he won the Universal title, whatever, the buckle bomb, screw you, Seth Rollins. But like he he needs to have some sort of WWE title under his belt. And I know it's NXT, he's had that. I know. The fact it's a it's a, it's a it is. I've been bamboozled, I've been hoodwinked. Okay. That he doesn't have some sort of title. And again, I, I listen, I would love to see him against Ro- this Ro- this sort of Roman Reigns. I'd love to see him again because the last time he's faced a Roman Reigns, the last time he's faced a even a Bobby Lashley, they had I think they had literally had a WrestleMania match two years ago. Uh, this this Drew McIntyre, I think it'd be some great great stuff. Again, the, my problem is is that and you, if you mentioned this and this was, it was a great point last time, the Finn Balor we saw in WWE before was not like the Finn Balor we're seeing in NXT now. I'm hoping it's the it's the NXT Finn Balor we're seeing now going into WWE because I, I think it'd be great. Um, does he want to do it though? I remember him saying that it's like a he likes the schedule of NXT more. I think I remember him saying that. Please, Finn, please. I don't think he's going back to the main roster, man. I, I think he's done. And I was just now thinking, like, when I asked, uh, who is he, who else he faced that'd be new if he goes up to the main roster, I was just thinking, dang, he's never faced Daniel Bryan, and we'll probably never get that. No, stop. See, see, why are you saying this sort of stuff? I know. That would be now amazing. I'm like, oh, God. That would be amazing. And I don't care. Okay. I don't care if they face off already once already. I want to see him and, and Styles again. I don't care what people say. Okay. I don't oh, care. Man. They they I, faced that one. They were, weren't they not even supposed to be against each other that, that one they match? They weren't. They weren't. I think uh, Bray Wyatt got like mono or something. <laughs> I didn't even know that. He um, got sick and he couldn't face AJ Styles. But um I just think the actually, actually let me bring up one more thing. The reason why people said that Karen Cross might squash him is so that is so that Finn Balor can bring back the demon to face him the second time. He's not gonna do that. I don't <laughs> think so. He's already said that the he demon that, is yeah. just emotion. Now I don't think he brings it back because okay, and this is my WWE mind. I think the fiend killed Demon. I think he killed him. When the fiend faced Finn Balor and like snapped his neck, the demon was like, "Yep, peace out." But did the demon face? No, the fiend. No, that's how bad the fiend beat Finn Balor. He beat the demon out of him. Nah, that's stupid. That's that not is... stupid. That's the fiend. We've seen this man get lit on fire and come back. Okay, so there's another match we could see. The Fiend versus the Demon, bro. We can see that now. Oh, my God. Please, Vince. Please. I just think the creative and the writing decisions for Finn Balor and NXT are consistently better than on the main roster, which is why he's going to stay. I don't know if there's that many new people he can face. Maybe... uh, I mean, he is under 205. He could face Santos Escobar. Um, you'll, have, you'll have Kushida. That'd be pretty fun. And you have Walter and Imperium. There you go. He is from the UK. He is from the area. <laughs> you listen, okay, so listen, it's, it's honestly your fault now. Now I really want Finn Balor in the main roster because you mentioned that he never faced Daniel Bryan, and I want to see that now. So, okay, and, and there you go. Bo- you bring back you bring back Finn Balor when Daniel Bryan wins at WrestleMania 37 for the, for the Universal Title in the Triple Threat match. He's and Finn Balor beats him when they have Finn Balor getting stomped out by Baron Corbin again. I don't want to hear it. It's not going to happen. He's going to wait, yo. He's going to win back the title. He never lost the universal title. <laughs> Give me. I'm still waiting on that on that uh, writing assistant position, WWE, in Connecticut. Okay. I'm here. I am here. Let's move on. He's going to book Finn Balor to win every match. I, I will. And no one's going to stop me. Okay. No one's going to stop me. So. Let's move on to the what I think. I mean, and like pretty much JP just this would probably happen where like they say, okay, the show's gone, the show's lights out, kind of like you know for an unsanctioned match. Um, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, and I'll start here, and I'll just say this: I have Finn Balor and Pete Dunne as my match of the year. There is no doubt in my mind that by the end of night two, that 
why 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 wouldn't Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match not be number one? This easily has the ability to be the best match of the night, the best match of the whole card, the whole takeover two-day event. It has the the ability to be the best match of that week, including WrestleMania and and obviously the television shows. Um, even Dynamite, whatever. Um, maybe one of the best NXT matches of all time. I don't know. Again, it's just that this rivalry has been built beyond NXT. <laughs> uh, it, obviously, it's been their Ring of Honor. It's been their New Japan. That you know, it, it's been there forever. The video package they put together for this oh. match was absolutely perfect. I forgot what it was called. I was thinking it's like Prime Target or something Prime like Target. that. It okay. was. It gets the blood flowing. I, I thought that Zack Snyder directed this because the, the <laughs> cinematography was was just amazing. No, but seriously, it was it was an amazing it was an amazing vignette and the promos they've been having that contract signing was insane. It was one of the best things I've seen on NXT television since I uh, you know I got back into wrestling. I thought it was, that was kind of uh, weird how they were just yelling at each other at the end when they were being held back. I thought that was kind of funny, but the promos leading oh up God. to it, Adam Cole is on a goaded type run with the promos especially in this feud because you could feel like the anger or like even content that he has for kyle o'reilly which is awesome and kyle o'reilly's holding his own this oh man i could honestly see both guys winning me too i, I can see both think, guys winning this um this ends i don't think this is ending after tonight i i agree i agree and the re- and here's why i am picking kyle o'reilly to win this it's because I think Adam Cole is going to pull the whole bullshit thing where he's going to say that match didn't count. We should have a real one. And then it's what me and JP said. Hell in a Cell, the first NXT Hell in a Cell match. Do it, please. Um, it could be the first Tuesday night match. The main, the first main event of the Tuesday night. Okay, yo. Bro, okay. we need to go get Vince on the phone. I, well, this this NXT. Hold on, I'm getting Paul Levesque's number right now. Triple H, answer my answer my text, answer my emails. Okay, no, but seriously, um, I I, I think Kyle Riley's gonna get the win here. Obviously, I when when it comes to you know these matches, obviously, I mean Adam Cole's right. He right, he lost twice to Finn Balor. Uh, he's been you know I wouldn't say he's been losing every match he was in. Obviously, in the ring, Kyle Riley is amazing. He's been having a lot of momentum. Adam Cole has been too. I just see that Kyle Riley getting that win again, kind of like Gargano did against Ciampa. You know, I can, I can, I can see it happening in that first match. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say Kyle Riley does win this one, but like, but like we've said, I don't, th- I don't think this is ends after just one match. Uh, but, but hey, man, listen, when it, when it comes to this match, again, I, I think it's gonna be match of the night, match of the match of the year uh, so far, and we're in what we're in April, so. Um, and NXT, man, listen, they've been putting on some damn fine wrestling and, and then all their takeovers and all of their matches. I think I'm, I'm going to check my list right now, but literally the first two matches in my top, in my fair match of the year are, are NXT and it is. So it, it, it's been great. Um, and I, I think it happens again with two of the best wrestlers in the world, in my opinion, Adam Cole. Will we see Adam Cole after all this is done, go to the main roster? I don't know. Um, I don't even want to think about it because this. I just want to pay attention to this match and how just absolutely dynamite is going to be. And we talk about this too, you know, the chemistry between these two guys. Obviously, they they fought and across multiple promotions. Uh, they're here now, and I again, I just think the chemistry is going to be off the rockets. They're going to hurt each other, <laughs> okay? And I think that's the best thing. Why I love that O'Reilly that O'Reilly Cole match and what Cole does with Finn Balor too. It looks like they're actually hurting each other. You know, they trust each other so much to the point where they actually do some physical contact that might hurt you. Like, they thought Kyle O'Reilly was having a seizure. That's how bad they look like they actually, hurt each other. Yeah, people actually thought he was having a seizure. I remember that was a very stressful night for me because I thought that, something, you know, he was actually hurt. But screw you, fans. You, you just don't know what you're talking about. Um, but but it's it's going to be absolutely amazing. Match okay. of the year. You know, so what, what do you think, JP? Okay. I was just thinking about this. So you know it's unsanctioned, right? Anything goes. Roddy Strong is kind of in the middle of this. What I'm thinking is Roddy Strong helps Adam Cole because Adam Cole was the one to bring him into the Undisputed Era. I don't know. I, 
I wouldn't say it'd be a dirty finish because it is an unsanctioned match. But that way you can continue the feud. It'll be Adam and Roddy versus Kyle O'Reilly. But then Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish comes back because Bobby Fish was Kyle O'Reilly's tag team partner. So it's really the Undisputed Era at war with each other. I like that. I don't know. I, I don't think this is going to be the end of this feud. This is going to be a Gargano uh, Ciampa feud where it's not going to go away for at least like two years. Um, I'm going to say <sighs> real quick though, let me just mention what's been happening with Roderick Strong, right? Because on last NXT, he had a match against Cameron Grimes and during it, Cameron Grimes was trying to like take the IP from Undisputed Era, whatever, and he pulled out. I, it was a great moment in the match. It was a good match between the two guys where they went outside and Strong was beating his ass. And then he looks at one of the fans and the fa- and one of the fans has an Undisputed Era t-shirt and Roger Strong just kind of stands there just kind of like, like is, is very depressed. I don't know. I, I mean, that, that might have been placed, but either way, it was great. And it also happened where in the match at the end, uh, uh, Cameron Grimes took out an Undisputed Era armband. He got distracted. He eventually lost the match. He was supposed to be in that gauntlet eliminator tourney thing. Later, he didn't leave. He left with his bags and said, I'm done with all of this. I'm done with all of this. And that's the last we saw of him. So we could have, I mean, maybe it's honestly just locked in. We're going to see him in this match one way or the other. We don't know. Um, I think so, man. You can't. Have, have you made your decision? I have made my decision <laughs> as of 5.21 p.m. <laughs> this Wednesday. Yep. I think Kyle O'Reilly's going to win. Because like you said, there's more leeway with Adam Cole saying, hey, I don't think this was a fair fight. It didn't actually count, yada, yada, yada. But I kind of want Adam Cole to win because I want Roddy Strong to get involved and Roddy Strong to attack Kyle O'Reilly and help Adam Cole win. It'd be interesting because Roddy Strong joined Unstreeted Era after turning on Pete Dunne to join Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole at um I can't remember which NXT takeover it was, but that's when he joined the Undisputed Era. So now he has to make a decision and he's gonna choose Adam Cole. I just feel like that'd be the best, like it gets using wrestling terms, it gets heat for Adam Cole and for Roddy Strong while also making Kyle O'Reilly still look really good. And it also provides an easy lane for Bobby Fish to come back when he's healthy. So I want Adam Cole to win. I think Kyle O'Reilly wins. There's no doubt my mind is going to keep going. And I do think Roddy Strong gets involved some way or somehow. There you have it. That is NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Again, I just think that this match should end the night. End day two, end night two of the NXT TakeOver. Again, don't be surprised if I put this number one match of the year. We'll see. Um, so that's going to do it for us. NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Again, it should be great. It's going to start at 8 o'clock tonight. It's going to be on USA Network, so you won't need to go on Peacock for this one. But night two will obviously be on, on, on Peacock exclusively. Uh, that's going to do it for NXT, NXT TakeOver. We're going to have a WrestleMania 37 predictions later this week. Also, reactions to this pay-per-view. Was it a shit show? Was it really good? Who knows? I'm get, I'm I'm leaning towards the ladder. I don't know how they it can really a, mess up this. It could be a good shit show. A good shit show. I, I mean, I guess I can't because do that. Vincent, man, it's it's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. Uh, but it, it'll probably be a great show. We'll see. Um, so that's gonna do it for us again. Follow us. Follow us on Twitter at yell underscore sell. Follow us. Follow us throughout the night. We're going to be talking about this on on. Our Twitter accounts on the Yell and the Cell Twitter account. Follow us there. Like, comment, subscribe on our YouTube channel. After this week, we want to do more episodes, different episodes, tier rank and list. We, we've been wanting to do that WWE, AEW kind of thing. We're going to do it. Don't worry. Uh, and a lot, a lot of things in the store, too. If you have any questions, we'll answer. We'll do like a mailbag episode. JP had that idea. Sounds pretty good to me. We can do that. Um, also, in our personal things, uh, you can follow me at Zach Weinberger on Twitter, Z-A-C-H-W-E-I-M-B-E-R-G-E-R. Uh, same thing on Instagram. Um, also, we I, I write for the University Press, do some movie reviews, 
stuff like that. Been kind of coming back on the roll there. Also a freelance writer for the Jewish Ford. Have a wrestling uh, story in progress, which we'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see. A couple weeks. Um, plus doing some other stories there as well. JP made a nice little uh, pun to what one of these stories could be for the wrestling story. Like it'll be like the pinnacle of the pinnacle of my work. We'll see. Um, also other stories planned there as well. So just check it out there. JP, JP's Twitter. I haven't done this in a while. I'm a little scared. At Acosta32 underscore JP. You never missed. He doesn't miss. That is right. It's Acosta32 underscore JP. I'm the business manager of the FAU University Press. We just had a pretty fun episode of the U Press Play Sports Podcast come out where we talk about keg stands and Voltron. So you're going to want to check that out. Um, I have a really fun article uh, coming out this Friday. It is what I call the Snyder Cut of college football. <laughs> I think it'll be pretty great. Um, I also write for Big Cat Country. You know, the NFL draft's coming up. I cover for the NF- for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're getting the next great uh, NFL quarterback, hopefully. Um, you'll never be able to let- make me stop talking about it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but follow along. I got some really fun stuff planned. Um, but yeah, I think I'm pretty funny. I post some memes sometimes. I have a good time. So just check me out. Also got to shout out the Nerd Pod too. I do with Jacob Brown. You can follow that on Twitter. We, had, we just released our episode last week about the Snyder Cut, uh, about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Some good stuff there. Uh, we're, next episode, we'll probably talk about Invincible. I know, JP. You know, oh, my God. It is I, awesome. You know, I, it is awesome. Watch the first episode. That ending is insane. Keep on the lookout there. We'll talk about it. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Yell and sell again. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us, support us on streaming platforms. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Happy WrestleMania week.